Welcome to the Have Company podcast, a podcast that bridges the gap between artists and their community. I'm grateful to share conversations with Have Company artists and residents, friends, and a little bit of my own thoughts on creating work and finding balance. <laughs> Welcome to the Have Company podcast. Texas just said happy 51st time because this is the 50 first episode of the Half Company podcast. Um, and I'm sitting here with Texas Isaiah, who I who walked into my house the other day in Oakland, California. Consensually. <laughs> with permission. <laughs> I was like, who in the hell? Um, so yeah, Texas has been hanging out in our house here in Oakland for a few days. And um, yeah, we just kind of went into it at the dining room table the other day. And I was like, maybe you want to be on my podcast. And you agreed. Um, Texas, when people ask you, and I actually did this, and you had a sh- I already know the answer, but um, when they're like, "What are? Who are you? What do you do? What's your like, um, like elevator pitch? What's your like one liner?" Uh, it really depends on how I feel, because mm. that's just such a very like annoying question. It really depends on who it's coming from. But I usually tell people... Were you annoyed when I asked? Is that what you're saying? No. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I actually hate that. No, I mean, I think it's just when I'm in, like, public settings, and it's just that's the default question. It's like, what do you do? And it's like, well, I exist. Right. And I breathe. Right. And I eat sometimes. Right. (laughs) Right. But anyway, I usually just say, I'm a visual narrator. And then that opens up. Um, a window of of possibilities in terms of a decent conversation. And you take pictures. Yeah. You're a photographer. <laughs> yeah. Also. Mm-hmm. Tell tell me more about um, visual narrator and where that. I think I'm always grappling with like how that this question of like how to define myself and the question of like when someone's like what do you do and it's like well I generally wake up in the morning uh, make a little tea. <laughs> do my morning pages you know it's like how you know what are they what are they looking for and asking that question um and I think a lot of people who are in that kind of like visual world of either filmmaking or photography are those words seem so limiting Mm -hmm. so tell me a little bit about visual narrator I mean I I got tired of of photographer um I also thought it was like very limiting for Mm -hmm. me personally Mm -hmm. um in terms of how the world views photography Mm -hmm. um which is limited within itself Mm -hmm. um so i mean visual a visual narrator is just like what a photographer does well it really depends on what kind of photography you're doing as well Mm -hmm. um but for the kind of work that i'm doing which is mainly portraiture and Mm -hmm. i do all sorts of different kinds of photography but I love portraits so I'm um meeting someone halfway and telling a part of their story mm-hmm. in some capacity um in the present day moment I guess mm-hmm. um and so like you know it's like I'm always thinking about like where my work lands and where I personally land within like how to I guess, um, present myself within art. And so it changes all the time. So like, 
maybe in two months like being a visual narrator we're like I won't say that I'll be like you know I don't even know what it would be but maybe it'll change Mm -hmm. and I like that because I like fucking with people a little bit Mm -hmm. um I we we had kind of been I think it's something that kind of comes up on the podcast a lot is our relationships with social media Mm -hmm. and um how how to relate to it, how to take breaks from it, how to use it. And when we were sitting, it's funny how like we, I didn't know anything about you. And Mm -hmm. then Jenny was kind of like, Oh, I started like following Texas on Instagram. And I like look it up and I'm like, Whoa, like this whole other world exists that this person has created Mm -hmm. and how that like either shifts someone's vision of you. Like it was interesting. Like what, what was firing off for me before I had seen that and what, I thought of you or didn't know about you and then mm-hmm. like I get this little look into your world and then I noticed that you hadn't like posted since August <laughs> and I was kind of like oh interesting and um you know you have a large following in that uh, you know on Instagram and it's so it's you know I think a lot of people want that and long for that so it's interesting to me um the break why you took a break and I'd love to hear more about why <laughs> I pulled you a took Frank a, Ocean. Why did you pull a Frank Ocean on us, <laughs> <laughs> Why have you done this? I mean, it was it wasn't planned. Yeah. I think I posted some stuff after after that. I think the last post I made was August thirtieth mm-hmm. and it just didn't sit right with me. It just felt forced and I'm like, you know what, let me just take a break. Mm-hmm. And it ended up being what now, six months? Mm-hmm of taking a break from posting work but like not taking a break from maybe visiting that that platform Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but like also making work um in silence which is uh really peaceful um i just did this like motion over my body like i was swimming (laughs) (laughs) um but i think that i have like a really um interest in um relationship with social media um i mean i've been shooting on and off for the last 10 years which is a really really long time um and i've been trying to reevaluate my relationship to it and i think in in a lot of ways like it's it's really helped me and a lot of other people out who Mm -hmm. may not have had access to opportunities Mm -hmm. um so, you know, I mean, as a, like, a black, like, trans, non-binary, like, queer dude, like, it's really, like, helped me out in a lot of ways. Um, especially if people don't know that about me, which right. is, like, another thing where you were like, oh, I want to take a Polaroid of you, and I'm right. like, oh, well, this is how I present myself. It's like I meet people, and they're, they don't know who I am. Right. And I say, like, you know, Texas is such a kind of unusual, like, first name for someone. And Mm -hmm. they're like, oh, is this you on this social media platform? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, I didn't know, you know? Right, right. And I like that. Yeah. I like kind of walking into a room and just, like, not being known and just kind of, like, I don't know, just, just existing well how do you feel like those you know those identities that you hold do you feel like they're important to your 
work or do you or is like what is that balance of like I just want to be a photographer or where is it like an important intersection that you are a queer person of color a trans person like where where are you like I want that to be like not about this picture or where like that narrative is important and mm-hmm. integrated I think it's all I think it's all a part like I, I think that all of those things like are really important and they they show within my work because mm-hmm. I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm creating that work mm-hmm. and all these different sectors of identity that I fall into mm-hmm. play a huge part in that mm-hmm. um and I don't I mean I hardly do interviews too so that's a thing so the ways in which I dissect um my place in the world um and the way that I also like get to know people is just like through through photography so I'm like Mm -hmm. so I'm like telling this like story through photographs and they're like multiple multiple stories too and you're not going to catch all of them and I kind of like that unless Mm -hmm. you like Mm -hmm. talk to me but like all those things play a part Mm -hmm. and I uh, you know even if I may not want to be attached to those things I I am you know and that's fine and that's mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. um it's not something that i'm like trying to run away from or mm-hmm. trying i'm not trying to be like people where there's like oh well it's not all about this but it is because right. that's just like it it plays such like gender mm-hmm. plays such a huge like role in my life every mm-hmm. single day you know mm-hmm. so there's really no escaping that also gender doesn't exist <laughs> <laughs> also, gender isn't real, and uh, we'll continue now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, is photography and and doing that as a profession what you your full time way of your income? That's what you do, yeah, uh, for a living, if you will. Yeah, I do a lot of things for a living. Cool, um, but yeah, mainly, yeah, um, or trying to have that be more consistent in a way that feels good for me mm-hmm. um and that's that I think being like incognito is a whole like reevaluation process of like mm-hmm. I want to make money from photography but what are, what are the ways in which I want to do this like who do I want my clients to be like mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. you know like yeah I don't mind taking money from corporations mm-hmm. like we capitalism fucking sucks but we we gotta live in it it. here we are so you know but um you know what ways can i like manage that in which i can hopefully get a big ass paycheck from a big company but also like am able to like work within community yeah like if someone like cannot afford portraits like i could give them a decent sliding scale which like is is it's is affordable for them yeah so it's it's kind of like doing like playing in that and also working and playing too yeah like I love working I'm a workaholic Mm -hmm. and (laughs) um you know but also like taking time to do things like take care of myself and Mm -hmm. spend time with my family and friends and you know take a hike Mm -hmm. or like play with six dogs Mm -hmm. that are currently in the house you know like the the little things in life that like make me feel at ease so Mm -hmm. I can be Mm -hmm. a better Mm-hmm. be better at the work that I do mm-hmm. what do you feel like are ways that you I know you mentioned the other day when we were talking about that you've been like traveling for like months mm-hmm. um and you just obviously mentioned some of these things also but what do you feel like are ways especially 
you know, I feel like photography is such a um, non-solitary practice. Like, you're kind of, like, always in relation with someone, like, whoever you're taking a picture Mm -hmm. of, or with yourself, if Mm -hmm. you're doing a Mm self-portrait. So what are ways that you have found to, like, protect your own energy, whether that's, like, daily ritual or... um, or prayer, meditation, you mentioned walking, like what are ways that you have found to recharge, especially traveling? Um, I find that for me, a lot of my work is traveling and I try to have these little things, either stones or tinctures or like actions that I just non-negotiably do every day yeah. to keep checking in. So Yeah, I mean, there are all of those things, mm-hmm. you know, tinctures, um, you know, pulling cards you know, I have a traveling altar with me, mm. you know, candles, like, I've been writing a lot, um, and, you know, those things don't necessarily happen every day, which is okay, like, mm. I need to be better at, mm-hmm. like, um, being more disciplined, because I feel like it's really hard to do that when you're traveling, and you're moving from place to place, which is really great, mm-hmm. because you can, um, you're just like you're you're going through so many different experiences but in in terms of like a home base it can be really hard um to to keep up with discipline so mm-hmm. uh, you know just a lot of things just like walk in or like get in to meet people too is like mm-hmm. something that has like really mm-hmm. helped me like feel at ease because um i'm learning so much you know, from someone that I may not have necessarily interacted with if I, like, lived in a space, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. permanently. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, taking walks, I'm a huge walker, I'm from New York, so mm-hmm. I can walk for a very long time, and have. Um, mm-hmm. I like riding buses. Oh yeah, <laughs> I like, public transportation. Yeah, yeah, I love visiting different places and, and, and testing out their public transportation, um, and... And yeah, just like all these things uh, or like visiting like a corner store (laughs) or like, you know, a Staples and like looking at like thousands of pens and notepads. Like it's just like really small things that like make me feel at ease. Mm -hmm. You know, I never Mm -hmm. really take it for granted. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think being on the West Coast, I've been um, more so like connecting um, to the land, Mm -hmm. you know, um, more than... I have on the East Coast because I feel like that's such a a big part of the culture here too. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, like, you know, just step outside of the house and like, you know, I'm definitely cuddling with a tree for 10 minutes, you know? (laughs) That's like, that's fucking awesome. (laughs) And your base is, are you, is Los Angeles your home base right now? No, like, I want to be there for a couple months. So that's like a place that I will like, be and then like also traveling to other spaces but like yeah that's where i'm trying to be house hopping in los angeles nice (laughs) what draws you there um i don't know yet and i think that's the exciting thing cool um i think work Mm -hmm. like i want to see like how my work shifts there I think my work has shifted a lot in in California in general. Like, I'm a huge like so I'm I shoot digital, but I, for the past year or so, mm-hmm. um, I mean it kind of stopped in August, but 
from like yeah August of 2016 to 2015 whatever um mm-hmm. I was shooting a lot of film mm-hmm. um and I was developing film in my apartment in Brooklyn oh. as well um black and white I mm-hmm. love black and white awesome. and I think that since traveling to California I've been shooting like a lot more color mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like have been my work has expanded in a way that I don't think it would have been able to like in New York totally. um and so like Los Angeles, like I, I was thinking about moving to Oakland, and then like I think that Oakland is just a little bit too small for me. Mm-hmm. I think that I like to visit here and mm-hmm. recharge, mm-hmm. and but I think LA is just there's just so much ground to cover, mm. um, and also a lot of like my really good friends are are living there, and most of them are are natives, mm. like Los Angeles natives. Cool. So I think that's really awesome. So yeah, there's just a lot of mystery within Los Angeles and it has its pros and its cons like any city, but I don't know, my I just like feel like the need to be there mm-hmm. and I don't really know why and that's mm-hmm. that's cool. When you're talking about your work and your your personal work, you know, I think anyone who's working for themselves is trying to find that balance of like how do I get jobs and work for, you know, whoever, you know. Um, whatever corporation or like more commercial type job and then you know your personal work do you feel like is there even then another separation between like getting hired to do portraits and then like what is your like fine art practice almost does that make sense like what do you do when it has is totally separate from making money like what is your oh yeah does that make sense? Within making work. Yeah, like it, yeah. Well, I don't I don't think there's any separation. I think that a lot cool. of the work that I've received, like, within the past two years, mm-hmm. and I can see it, it's it's really growing, mm-hmm. has been because of, because I've been doing a lot personal, like, a lot more personal work. Yeah. And I think that people, um, especially within the commercial industry, they're finding this huge like importance like within narratives um and i think that's really awesome um whether or not that will i don't know how long that will last for but i think that's really cool um and so i don't see it as as being too separate like you know like i would want to do maybe fashion but i want to do fashion on my own terms like i don't want to follow this like really like dull like rigid um blueprint of like what fashion could look like right and also i think fashion has changed like there's a lot more fashion photography that's like being done outdoors and i think that's awesome like Mm -hmm. it's being shot on film a lot more and Mm -hmm. also there are a lot of like really young photographers that are doing this kind of work and Mm -hmm. so i feel like there's just more space to experiment and make the work that you want to make and get hired off of that Mm. Um, so much of, I think, what I'm attracted to in your work is the way that you see bodies mm-hmm. in space. And, whoo, I just got, like, a little, t- a little, <laughs> got a little emotional even thinking about it. But I just, like, I, I think that's out of everything, you know, there's a lot of, like, beautiful, just, um, you know, documentation of people's faces and just, you know, kind of, like, portraits of people but the more like conceptual weird stuff is Mm -hmm. what I was just like so excited about and um yeah what are you tell me more about that (laughs) tell me more about like how and some of it is you know your own body in space um 
and I think the self I'm so drawn to your self portraits and the way that you put yourself in space and then also the way that you're documenting other bodies but um yeah what is what is it about like bodies and space and plants and and rooms <laughs> and like it's it's always kind of like this normal scene but then like this and it's also this like incredible I'm like gonna gush for a moment but it's like <laughs> the, kind of this incredible perfect balance and I think this is generally the kind of work in like dance and performance that I'm drawn to is like it it grabs you but it's not like dramatic yeah it, I'm not like ooh that's like a little dramatic yeah. it's like, like it's blood a, all over yeah, the place yeah 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 <laughs> or like the hand fan you know yeah. like some sort of like fainting thing yeah it's just like really um incredible so yeah and maybe even you can just yeah just you can riff on that you can take take it take it away thank you yeah I appreciate that yeah um, yeah um I think that well for one like um, I don't look at a lot of other photography. Um, I do and I don't, but I think that I gain my inspiration from paintings mm. and um, music. Mm -hmm. um, so that's dancing as well. Yeah. Um, and I'm a pretty okay dancer. I'm not a professional dancer, but I can. Okay. I you know I can dance to a lot of yeah. genres. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I'm not asking anyone to battle me. <laughs> Uh, so if you see me out, just just be easy on me. Yeah. But I think that um, I, I just take a lot of inspiration from like a lot of um, other mediums of art. And I, so I feel like that's helped me like really um, view photography in this like um, with a wider lens, so to say. Um, cool. And so <laughs> got that right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like and and, you know, in terms of. Um, of places and spaces and bodies um i think it started off you know kind of documenting these like landscapes that are going through gentrification so like it started in and i i mean it started a long time ago when i was after i was you know in a hardcore band and taking photos of punk and hardcore bands and cbgbs and then Whoa. all these venues closed down and then yeah. i stumbled onto nightlife i think that's where my work started in terms of like documenting this mm -hmm. these spaces that have mm -hmm. expiration dates unfortunately yeah. and so like i think about that a lot um whenever i'm traveling to new places or even within you know my own neighborhood in brooklyn it's like you know how long is this going to be here for so i'm always thinking about um I'm always thinking about like um, legacy and then also the urgency to photograph these these spaces because you'll wake up and they won't be there anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, that's like a reality, mm -hmm. um, especially within um, of poor, like within poor, like black communities. Yeah. And and so I think about that. And right before I left for California, um, one of my really awesome friends who's a cancer as well, um, <laughs> She um, is an amazing artist. Um, she actually has a show out in San Francisco at the uh, Museum of African Diaspora. Wow. But anyway, she um, introduced this term to me, topophilia, which I didn't know anything about. Yeah, I've never um, And then she bought me a shitload of books before, yeah. <laughs> like, because she does that. She's like, you need to read up on this. Yeah. And it's basically the relationship between um, people and places. Um, and so I'm still doing a lot of research around it, but I think that that's what I've been doing all this time, mm 
mm-hmm. and it's kind of it it has a term mm-hmm. like it, it was so difficult for me to continue to do the work that I was doing because I'm just like I don't know what this is mm-hmm. you know and that's mm-hmm. fine mm-hmm. but sometimes you need um I don't know you just need a term mm-hmm. so you can kind of explore it more or you can feel like you're you're doing or at least I feel like it, I need that because I feel like I'm I'm actually doing something that's uh that has already existed Mm. you know Mm. um in in some form um and so yeah I I I I like to photograph in environments the way that they are you know I don't like to change too much because it it doesn't feel right for me it doesn't Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. not like um Yeah, anyway, sorry, I just, like, trailed off. I was like, um, but yeah, like, I mean, I can, like, in those self-portraits that I took, Mm -hmm. those, like, last three photos that Mm -hmm. I, um, like, that was, like, my, my, um, the beginning of, like, trying to insert myself in my work in a way that was very abstract, Mm -hmm. um, in a way that embodies, like, my spirit more than, like, the physical attributes that I have Mm -hmm. and I think that you know I've wanted to be in my work for a long time Mm -hmm. and talk about gender and talk Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. um being and existing within the Mm -hmm. Mm non-binary spectrum Mm -hmm. but I didn't want to do it in this way that was like you get to see me like you know like I, I don't I don't really like a lot of the work that's being done around trans and non-binary bodies Mm -hmm. um because i don't feel like it's 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 too simple for me Mm. and i don't feel like i'm just a simple like person like navigating the world i think i'm very complex yeah and as someone who doesn't necessarily like who's like on like the cusp of like passing privilege but not <laughs> like you know I've always mm. thought about like how can I talk about my narrative in a way or like it, you know visually like capture my my narrative in a way that's like that's beautiful mm-hmm. you know that's I don't know I think about you know music like it, it's like a song you know mm-hmm. um and so yeah those those portraits were taken and like i was like i'm gonna take a portrait in every space that i'm staying in in oakland Mm. (laughs) and that's how it happened you know um and actually those those portraits were kind of in um uh, my inspiration behind them were like was frank ocean's blonde actually uh, <laughs> what's up frank <laughs> frank if, if you're listening if you ever listen please yeah. love us forever yeah um, um we can just we can just talk about that album for the next uh no <laughs> i mean that's yeah that's fine like yeah so yeah like i'm i'm always thinking about you know like um in terms of photographing um bodies which are mainly mm-hmm. poc and black mm-hmm. bodies mm-hmm. who identify with so many different Mm -hmm. spectrums Mm -hmm. of sexuality and gender Mm -hmm. and just how to um create a setting that will make that person feel like they can just be themselves Mm -hmm. which is such a complicated thing to do because we don't have like a very healthy relationship with photography 
-hmm. So like also a lot of my work is like to rebuild that relationship mm -hmm. um, between POC and black folk mm -hmm. and also to create like an extensive archive, mm -hmm. you know, because it's like I like, you know, it's just like you can't wait around and like expect people to like really get it, mm -hmm. you know, then that's where I always come from. I'm just like, oh, if 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 no one wants to like include me in their like really like hella like fucking passing privileged photography book of trans and non like not, you know right. trans non-binary right. bodies then i'm gonna fucking do it myself right <laughs> <laughs> like you know um yeah. so yeah i just rambled i don't know if i answered your question you did um i mean and <laughs> i mean i think the thing that i'm gonna just the like pin i'm gonna pull out of a lot of that is that you know something that you said about documenting this like spaces with that have this um expiration date is i wrote it down something about like you're you want to document them just the way they are without like changing it or like setting up a scene and i think that that does then directly relate to sort of the like how to document bodies in a space and your own body it seems like you're generally just like like you said it's like here i am in this room in oakland like it's just yeah that's it it's this not like how it performative. is right yeah. um okay so something that you just said also was about like creating this archive and i think especially because we're and this is something i'm kind of always battling with is the you know oversharing maybe not oversharing but just I'm i'm just trying to like grapple in my own life the like how I feel about my digital presence mm -hmm. um and where do, you know as someone who makes zines and as a and as a performer and a dancer I'm like always trying we're next to the kitchen by the way so if you can hear someone cooking and frying it's, it's, that's just that's just how it is um <laughs> um the like how do I how do I exist offline but not like dislike my on online self I feel like I've sort of like gotten to this point where I'm like I hate that I'm a person on the internet and I want to be a person off the internet without honoring that some of that internet presence is healthy and important and I think especially the kind of work that you're doing and Instagram and social media kind of being this place of like privilege and um and like the bodies that you're documenting in your own work, it's like incredible to have this like following and you know this like space there to be like, hey, look at this other way of seeing. Um, I know that you're thinking about or are working on creating a physical book of your work. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, tell me more about like how, where where do you want your work to exist if mm -hmm. not in this weird square format feed scroll world? I mean, I think that I want it to exist in um, whatever space I feel comfortable presenting in at the time. Like, I'm not really opposed to kind of removing or like, you know, not having my work be in galleries or museums or like anything like that. I mean, I have... You know, I have so many feelings around those institutions, but at the same time, like, that's, that may be a reality in the mm -hmm. future, um, in many ways. And so, I, if I can't necessarily control where it's going to land, um, that gives me more time to think about the work. Mm. You know, if, 
a portrait of a friend like goes like if MoMA buys like a portrait of a friend to be in their collections I don't even know do they pay people to be in their collections that's another question but if they were to give me a check like that's an opportunity to give my friend money as well of course of course you know so I'm also thinking about you know ways of like kind of splitting those like that like I don't know financial like mm-hmm. abundance in mm-hmm. a way that's like mm-hmm. responsible and accountable mm-hmm. um but I don't know where I want it to end up um and that's great yeah you know like to not have answers because I feel like that leaves me more room to like do whatever the fuck I want mm-hmm. you know and to make whatever work that I, that I want and I know that it, it can be scary you know but yeah, like I wanted to be in galleries. Like I want to have a solo show. Like I want to, you know, maybe have a piece in a museum. Like I maybe want to mm. like also do some street art and like mm. repaste my photos. Like, you know, portraits of people that I take in Oakland who are natives to Oakland mm-hmm. and they're like repasted on a f- mm-hmm. fucking huge mm-hmm. building because this is their mm-hmm. land. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, like the work can mm-hmm. end up, you know, anywhere and everywhere. Like mm-hmm. I, I wanted to have like so many possibilities because mm-hmm. the people that I photograph like should have mm-hmm. um an endless amount of possibilities mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm just like picturing this like wheat pasted building with incredible portraits on it um what are you I love too I mean I feel similarly in terms of like you know, with having a dance background, having a degree in dance, studying, improvising, I'm I'm rarely really locked into what's actually happening in like the dance world. Like I don't really know. No, I I also feel like I draw from poetry and mm-hmm. and and yeah. writing and reading and and photography and um and Frank Ocean's Blonde. Those are like all the things that, um, you know, feed my, my dancing. But, um, I'd love to hear what maybe you're reading right now or what's, what you're watching or like, what is like, maybe people who are listening are like, I want to know what Texas is reading right now. Um, so I'm reading a bunch of books on topophilia. Oh, right. Um, so that's, and those are really hard to get to because I don't mm-hmm. like really like dense academic like stuff. And so that sure. is yeah, taking, that's hard for me. That's taking a long time. Um, yeah. I'm reading this, um, this book called Art Slash Work, mm-hmm. which is a, um, a guideline for artists who want to show work or want to sell work. Cool. So it, it basically um, gives you um, a lot of um, advice on like the questions you need to ask um, if a gallery approaches you. Sure. Um, which is really important because a lot of artists get like fucked over mm-hmm. by the gallery system and mm-hmm. by all these like art institutions. So I'm skimming through that. Um, I am reading a lot of song lyrics because I want to start. Yeah, I want to start doing songwriting again. I did it like, yeah. I did it for a little bit like a long time ago, and I think I want to get back into like making music. But I want to write, mm. so I've been reading like a ton of song lyrics, cool. um, from different genres. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, the last that I yeah, I've been going on this Frank Ocean frenzy. Um, and I will say why. It's not because 
Frank Ocean is awesome, like, <laughs> let alone with that, he is, but I really, um, I think that I really learned a lot from his process as an artist in mm. terms of just, like, his comfort within the industry, because after Channel Orange was released, mm-hmm. I don't think he had a really good deal with his um, record label, mm-hmm. and so he fired his, I think mm-hmm. he let go of his entire team, mm-hmm. and he, like, packed up his shit and just traveled, and Blonde and, um... What is his other? Is it end? Is it endless? What's it, the other um, visual album? Is it endless? Mm-hmm. Yeah, endless. I think so. so like that took like such a long time for for him to to make and get yeah. through. But like it was also really interesting because people thought he like completely disappeared, but he did. Right. right. He was like featured quietly on s- making work. Yeah, and he was also featured on so many people's albums. Right. Like, and the one album that you can feel his presence on was James Blake's like recent album and he co-wrote a song with James but they hung out so much yeah and I can tell that like he really like like him and like Frank Ocean James Blake just have this like really amazing beautiful like friendship Mm -hmm. and I feel because of that that's why James Blake's album was probably one of my favorite albums mm-hmm. of 2016 because mm-hmm. it was better than his first mm-hmm. and it's so hard to do mm-hmm. um and so like i love like a lot of that process like he just dropped off the face of the earth mm-hmm. he still worked and he was like very public in very like in very like um micro ways mm-hmm. you know and he just needed time mm-hmm. you know and so anyway i've just been like reading a lot of like his lyrics which are really like He's just a very, like, talented um, songwriter. Um, And he's very, like, non-traditional in a lot of ways. So, yeah, that's what I'm, like, really into. Other than that, I'm just, like, I was just watching the Gilmore Girls, which, um, you know, with my friend who's sick. um, And, you know, that's also cool. Um, Yeah, it's like, it doesn't all have to be high art, you know? No, not at all. (laughs) I'm like, you know, um, but... The next Were you thing, watching like old Gilmore Girls or the new Netflix? I, I think it's the new Netflix okay, one. Cool. We, I have I, not gone there yet. after I took a nap because um, okay, yeah. I fall asleep during yeah. everything. Um, but I do know that there's this really awesome documentary on Netflix about decluttering your life, Woo! and I really want to um, get into that. Um, <laughs> decluttering or watching the documentary, both. Both. Hypothetically, right? Yeah, living a simple life. I'm feeling that right now. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, I think that kind of back to like a lot of what we're talking about also like some for me as like a listener um t- to blonde we're, I'm just going to talk about that for a second just because I want to, um, yeah. is like also like as an album from beginning to end, the like many journeys you're taken on both from like a political space and from just like a beautiful like heart aching space like you're brought to like every space um and yeah I I feel similarly when I look at your work of this like it feels like this um I'm I've, I've become challenged to look at my own space of privilege or pain or grief or whatever and like humbly kind of like I get to like go into that Mm -hmm. world um and yeah it's special yeah and that was like I I really I I think that I I really connect I feel like if I was like in New York or something and Mm -hmm. I listened to the album Mm -hmm. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. have 
connected with it Mm -hmm. because it's such a like Mm -hmm. a Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's the right it's such a california album Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like he's he's like and he's like making that album like he's in a car yeah and he's driving yeah Yeah. and he's like he's having time to himself and that's like what that what that that self-care looks like in his car yeah driving for an hour like thinking about all these things yeah and he's on the road and he has nothing holding him back and that that's just what that album is yeah you know um (laughs) i you know frank i'm here for you man i love you you, man if you 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 need promo photos (laughs) or a really awesome um new brother in your life like (laughs) i'm your guy Uh, I'm just saying. If you want Texas to be your brother and personal photographer. And I've never done acid before, so if you want to be like, you know, help me through that journey, that's eight hours. uh, Take you on your first acid journey. Let me know. Let me know. I feel like almost every podcast, there's like somebody that is like shouted out to where we're like, if you're listening... Barbara yeah. Walters, like it's always like a ra- <laughs> sometimes it feels like really relevant, and sometimes it's Barbara's like a here, random, random ass person. Barbara has been kicking it for like Barbara's been like seventy five years. Yeah, she's an old woman at this point. God, she's an old lady. If you're if you're on Gilmore Girls, if you're, you know, we love we we respect you. Thank you. Whew. Um, what's next? What's you're gonna leave us? Yeah, I'm going to LA on Thursday. Going to LA. January 4th. Great. So not tomorrow. No, I got a ticket for Thursday afternoon. (laughs) Um, I don't, I'm working on this songbook um, that's going to be hopefully released soon. I'm going to be in LA for a little bit. Then I have, I'm a part of a group show in Portland on January uh, 12th, sorry, 13th. Cool. 13th um, called Torrent T. Um, it's in actually all black POC, um, show. Hell yeah. In Portland. Um, in Portland. Fuck yeah. That's we need, need, need a little the, bit of that. It's the first time <laughs> I'll be in Portland and that's why. Um, so cool. yeah. Wow. I'll, I'll where, be, and where is that again? At the new space center of photography. I cool. believe that's where the space is. Um, and so, yeah. And then I get back to LA and then I come back to San Francisco for a doctor's appointment uh get on that um take care of yourself yeah um although the healthcare system is really fucked up um and then i'm gonna be in la cool and i'll be back in fort because i love oakland you know um but yeah i'm just like everything's up in the air you know you said to me yesterday, we were talking about something totally different, but that you're a... Yeah, relationships. Yeah. <laughs> that too. That'll be our next episode. Yeah. Um, Don't date a Libra. Just kidding. Oh, yeah. Just kidding. We what? love you, Libras. <laughs> just kidding. Um, yeah, we just were talking about, you know, the... That we can't trust this straight men, and that we... <laughs> I don't think any of them listen to this podcast, so it's fine. Um, but some... Hold on. I just went tangent. Oh, something that you said. Oh, I feel like I wrote it in my... I wrote it in the book I was... Um, you said, I'm a magic... What did you say? I'm a magic person in a skin suit? Oh, yeah. What did you say? So, my friend Sarah, <laughs> a.k.a. Sass, from... She lives in Oakland. Uh, She's an amazing artist. Uh, she... Came, uh, she came up with that term, skin suit. Yeah. So I'm going to give Sass a shout yeah. out for that. Thank you. But yeah, 
Magic beans Magic in a skin being suit. in a skin suit. Well, and I think it was kind of about, like, <laughs> expectation. Like, someone expecting you to have, like, the answers or the explanation or... And, yeah, we were just talking about emo- the emotional labor that we do for others. Yeah. That and, everyone does for everyone else. And you so- talked about... um. I was going to wrap things up, but now I'm remembering other stuff. Um, I want you to tell us about your relationship with your dreams. Uh. Um, and you had an experience just the other night that was was just, like, incredible sounding, where, like, your ancestors basically were visiting you and giving you messages. And yeah. what do you, what is, like, do you, I think some people are like, eh, dreams are dreams, like, just stuff happens. Like, what do you, how do you take that information that comes to you and that? Um, I mean, I'm processing that. I think it's definitely something that has, um, it's more potent. It's getting more potent as time goes on. So I, um, am so, um, privileged to have so many, um, witches and femme goddesses and all the most powerful people around to, um, just, you know, get advice from, you know, um, you know, it, it never used to be something that I thought about, and then lately, especially since I've been, like, on the road, like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, my ancestors have been, like, really, like, watching out, and, yeah. you know, I get visited by my grandfather very often, mm-hmm. and, you know, I know things before they happen, mm-hmm. <laughs> so don't lie to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and, yeah, like, I think it's really... um it's it's really awesome um you know and um i'm learning so much more about it you know um but i think that i'm in a place where i'm just like accepting it and i need to kind of like um exist within the power that i have within myself which i think is very hard for people to do Mm -hmm. because i think that sometimes we look at we we have this like um, this this prototype for how a powerful person should look like um, and well, I think yeah. that's just like total bullshit like we're all powerful in our own ways like I know yeah. like a lot of um, powerful people like who are you know drug dealers mm-hmm. and who are like gang members yeah. and like who you know like and, and you right. know like and so like it, it's it's we're all we're all powerful in our own way mm-hmm. and it, it feels really good to like um um be like starting to like grow grow within that yeah any last thoughts it's a nice uh huh um i don't know white cis men suck oh my god uh uh um, all of them yeah yeah I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't... We found one this week that was yeah, decent. But... you know, whatever. <laughs> if you're an ally, you know, I have a PayPal account. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, <laughs> so, That's yeah. real? Yeah, that is real. Do you um, want to tell us your PayPal account? I know, right? Texas at kingtexas.net. Texas at kingtexas.net. Yeah. Um, if anybody wants to shoot a little fund over, Yeah. there it is. Yeah, allies. Um... What else? Um, yeah, if you want to follow me, um, I'm on Instagram at uh, King Texas. Um, my website is uh, kingtexas.net. Um, and 
yeah, everything is King Texas. Twitter, whatever. Um, but yeah, um, you know, drop a note, drop a dime, say hi. Uh, I Get your picture taken. Yeah, that too. Uh, I do uh, slide and scale portrait sessions. So um, for entrepreneurs... So if you need help within that department, I got you. Cool. Um, I do lookbooks as well. Nice. Um, that's a different sliding scale. But like, yeah, hit me up. Um, I'm down to um, work together. Like, let's work together. Duh. Why not? Let's workaholic together. Yeah, workaholic. Watch Gilmore Girls together. Watch yeah. decluttering documentary together. Yeah. And then that. also just eating all the food because it's raining so much. Eating Popeyes together. I had yeah. Popeyes for the first time today. I know. I'm sorry that? it took me so long. I know. Chicken, biscuit, honey. Yeah, all the good things. All the good things. Um, Texas, thank you thank for you. sitting down with me and hanging yeah. out. And thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.